It's over. Week 12 is finally over. Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Well, this week literally threw off my entire schedule. Rankings coming out on a Wednesday. Football being played at 340 Eastern on a Wednesday. This means predictions are going to have to come out tomorrow. The fan interview is going to come out on Friday. But Trace McSorley threw a touchdown. Worth it. Grassy, and today we are going to be breaking down the top 10 power rankings headed into week 13, finally, of the NFL. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons and YouTube members. First, over on the Patreon side of things, we have the pack need to get their expletive together so they can face my Chiefs in February and make the State Farm Bowl a reality. Agreed. And we also have Crossy Posse Packer Nation. Welcome to another episode of Packers, a podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. It just was my intro over again, so figured I'd you know, give you some energy with that. And over on the YouTube side of things, we have Graham Finch, we have Chris Mahoney, we have Hell Jumper, and then we have Tampa. Bay, a big shout out and thank you to you all. Now, of course, I had to wait until the Steelers and Ravens game concluded for me to make these rankings. And even when I thought the game was over, Trace McSorley just pulled me back in. And there's some shaking up in the top 10 this week as some teams who looked like contenders turned out to be somewhat pretenders. There were some close games all around and then there was just some overall terrible games uh, this week in the NFL. And so with that being said, Let's start off with number 10. Number 10, this is how you know it's 2020. You got the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I never thought in a million years heading into week 13 that I would be having the Cleveland Browns in the top 10, but here we are. Now, here's what I will say about the Browns. The Browns are not lighting up the league in any way, shape, or form. I think there are a lot of question marks on that team. I think we have to look at their strength of schedule and the opponents that they had been beating. It really hasn't been impressive. Hell, they barely just beat the Jaguars. But I will say, Nick Chubb is a guy that makes me want to put them on the top 10. 19 for 144 yards and one touchdown. And that's kind of been the story of Nick Chubb since he's returned. When Nick Chubb is healthy, him with Kareem Hunt are arguably the best backfield in the entire NFL. So they can have Baker Mayfield play average because their run game can be one of the best in the league. Their defense has stepped up when it needs to. My big question is, are they going to be able to compete with the really good teams? They are playing the Titans next week, which I think will be a perfect barometer to see actually how good they are, even though you can make some arguments about the Titans too. The Browns have a shot to make the playoffs. Hell, they might even finish above the Ravens in the AFC North. But right now, the Browns have done just enough because I really, really believe in that run game. And I think it could give a lot of teams fits. Number nine, I was going to have the Buccaneers here. But after they just got walloped by the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm actually going to 
Welcome back, the Seattle Seahawks at number nine. And it's because of DK Metcalf. Good God, what a freaking monster. Russell Wilson was efficient. He was fine. But DK Metcalf, 177 yards. Remember that video I put out where I was like, ah, he could be a bust. That was a big swing and a miss. Now, I will say... Now, I will say that the Seahawks, their play hasn't really been amazing me as of late either. Their offense can still be one of the most potent in the NFL. They're right there still competing for the number one seed in the NFC, and they might get it considering the rest of their schedule pretty much looks like a cakewalk. There's a good shot they actually get the number one seed. We'll be doing a video about that next week. But right now, the Seahawks have done just enough. I know it's the Eagles. The score definitely was not... Uh, reflective of the game because the game was was not that close, but Richard Rodgers caught another Hail Mary. Love that guy. But right now, the Seattle Seahawks edge out the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and honestly, it's because right now, I believe more in Russell Wilson than I do Tom Brady. Number eight, you got the Rams. Yeah, the bottom, like, three teams here, I really don't have a ton of faith in, but the Buccaneers have just lost and looked ugly, so I couldn't put them on here. Nick Mullins played better than Jared Goff. Yep, Jared Goff looked abysmal against the 49ers, throwing two interceptions, and the Rams just continue to be the epitome of inconsistency. Now, I will say, Cam Akers, he had a nice day. It was nice to get him going. Too bad I dropped him in fantasy because he's done diddly squat for me this season. And I think the Rams still have enough to get into the playoffs. But honestly, it all depends on which Rams are going to show up. They can go out and they can look really damn good. Their defense can be firing on all cylinders and giving opposing quarterbacks fits. Jared Goff, when the moon is, I don't know, a waning crescent, can actually look pretty darn good. But then there are some days he just looks so, so bad. The Rams can be one of the most balanced teams in the NFL, especially in the NFC. But it's days like these where I look around and I'm just like, I have no idea anymore. Number seven, the team that I said I ranked too high last week, and I was right. The Indianapolis Colts. The Colts, good. Yeah, was just, that was bad. This is supposed to be a good defense. A good defense. Now, listen, last week against the Green Bay Packers, the Packers put up 28 points on them. And I was like, ooh, but then the Colts, they fired back. They were able to come back. They were able to stop the Green Bay Packers offense and, and win the game. Here, yeah, no, they didn't really stop the Tennessee Titans. That run defense was terrible. Overall, that defense gave up 35 points in the first half. They could not stop Derrick Henry no matter how hard they tried. Phillip Rivers was fine. As I said before, they really couldn't establish a run at all. And the Colts are another team that they can make the playoffs, but similar to the Rams, they can be very balanced or they could be wildly inconsistent. And either one of these teams honestly could go on a run. They could get hot at the very end of the season, win a few games, and oh, look, they're in the Super Bowl. But that's a big if. But luckily for both of these teams, we still got a few weeks left to try and figure out if these teams are actually playoff contenders. Number six, you got the Tennessee Titans crawling their way back up. And listen, the reason you're on this list is because of two things. One, A.J. Brown. Two, Derek frickin' frackin' Henry. 178 yards and three touchdowns. A.J. Brown, four for a 98 and a touchdown. He's pretty darn good as well. But Derek frickin' Henry. This was like the NFC Championship game between the 49ers and the Packers. They're like, oh, we're just gonna give the ball to Derek Henry if that's cool. And the Colts are like, yeah, 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 that's cool. Now, the battle for the AFC South is still going to be a tough one. That The Titans and Colts, they are neck and neck. Obviously, they have split their games. And I think it's gonna come down to the very, very end. But 
I, I can't bet against Derrick Henry because if that man gets some momentum, it's game over. In other words, I am very concerned for when he plays the Green Bay Packers. Number five, you got the Buffalo Bills. Chargers, huh? Chargers. Well, it's a good thing that they are completely and totally incompetent on offense, but the Bills, yeah. You really need to start defending those Hail Marys, guys. It's getting a little bit concerning. But then again, if you make it to the Super Bowl and the Packers make it to the Super Bowl, don't fix your Hail Mary defense. Allen played okay. Singletary 11 for 82. Diggs was held completely and totally in check. They should still win the AFC East. I still have a lot of faith with them. The Dolphins are still trying to find themselves. The combination of the Bills defense and when Josh Allen is playing out of his mind makes them a Super Bowl contender. This is just another team that really needs to just start playing more consistent as we get closer and closer to the playoffs, but I would not doubt if the Buffalo Bills start making a serious run for it. Number four, back in the top five, baby. You got the Green Bay Packers, and here's why I'm going to put the Green Bay Packers up at number four. Two weeks in a row, we have decimated good defenses. Now, you know, last week we didn't win because we couldn't close out the game, but oh, baby, that pedal Woo, that was slamming against the metal on Sunday night. Now, listen, I know you're going to come at me and say it's Mitch Trubisky, but I'm going to throw him out the window for a second. I'm talking about that defense. Yes, they were missing Akeem Hicks, but oh man, did Aaron Rodgers carve up that secondary. We got a nice little run game going with Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, but Aaron Rodgers played out of his mind. Four freaking fracking touchdowns. Yeah, I was all about it, and to multiple different targets. Packers scored 27 points in the first half and did not let up in the third quarter. Rodgers was on the Pat McAfee show a couple weeks ago and was talking about how pivotal the third quarter is because that could make or break games, and oh man, they must have really game-planned really, really well here because the Bears' defense could not stop them. Aaron Rodgers barely took any hits all night. And that offensive line was incredible. Now, we did lose Corey Lindsley, but Elton Jenkins can apparently play every single position on the offensive line, so I'm not too worried. This is what the Packers' offense can do when they're fully healthy. So put them up against any defense, and I believe in them. Put their run defense up against a guy like Derrick Henry, I don't really believe in them so much. But I will say, the defense played adequately. They had that big run up to David Montgomery, but other than that, they played pretty darn well. So Packers are in my good graces once again. Not like they really left, though. Number three, you got the New Orleans Saints. And here's what I'll say. I said it a couple weeks ago when Drew Brees got hurt. I said it's going to be up to Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill looked pretty good last week. Did not look good this week. Was pretty darn terrible this week. Luckily, they were playing a varsity high school team in the Denver Broncos who were decimated not only by injury, but also COVID and had no quarterbacks and had freaking Hinton back there throwing his first completion in the third quarter. So there really wasn't a whole lot of competition here. Now, their defense has kind of been the highlight in these past few weeks. They've been very, very good. And I know they really weren't playing against a good offense here. But I, what I really like about this is they established the power running game, and it wasn't even with Kamara. It was with Latavius Murray. The fact that they have two backs that can be so versatile and can be like that thunder and lightning is going to be really, really helpful when they make the playoffs. It looks like they're going to win the NFC South. It looks like they're doing just fine without Drew Brees. They don't have the most difficult schedule left. They are going to have to face the Chiefs, which which Drew Brees could be back for. And who knows, that actually might be a Super Bowl preview. Number two, I'm sorry. You got the Pittsburgh Steelers. You do. I'm sorry. 
Trace McSorley scored a touchdown on you guys. Like, the rules are the rules. Like, you can't be number one if, if that happens. Trace McSorley can be number one, but you, but you can't. That was a sloppy-ass game of football that ended 30 minutes ago. Now, obviously, the Steelers bounced back and forth and back and forth. They were supposed to play on Thursday. They were supposed to play on Sunday, Tuesday, and then finally Wednesday. But they went against a pretty damn battered Baltimore Ravens team. Now, obviously, they didn't have James Conner, and so that also hurt the Steelers. They weren't playing at full strength either. But this game was was a lot closer than I thought it was. Their defense held, and they basically didn't allow the Ravens to score except for that beginning part of the game and then near the very end of the game. And thankfully for James Washington, he has amazing hands, and they were able to pull off the W. I will say it's a divisional game. It is the Ravens versus the Steelers, so those are always going to be close. It's always tough to try and predict divisional games. But honestly, for me, the reason why they're at number two is simply because the Chiefs played out of their mind, and they rightfully deserve the number one spot. And so that being said, number one is your Kansas City Chiefs. They took exception to my placement of them last week at number two. And uh, Patrick Mahomes said, come again? Yeah, don't do that. 462 yards, three touchdowns. Tyreek Hill, 13 for 262 yards and three touchdowns. Those are Madden numbers. 27 to 10 in the third quarter. And while I know the score wound up being closer than that, the Buccaneers never really had a chance. The Chiefs had complete and total control. Now, the Chiefs really didn't establish a run game, which makes sense considering, one, the passing game was working so well, and two, the Buccaneers are supposed to have a good defense. Didn't really see that on display on Sunday. I thought that this was going to be a really, really close game. I thought this was going to be a really good game. It turned out not to be for three quarters. That defense was sneakily good, giving Tom Brady fits as Brady threw two interceptions. And the Chiefs continued to look like a powerhouse. I absolutely would love to see the Chiefs and Steelers, and I imagine we're going to see that in the playoffs. And seeing if the Steelers' defense can just slow Patrick Mahomes and that offense down. There have been teams that have been able to do it before this season. Obviously, the Raiders were mildly successful in outscoring the Chiefs. I think the weakness on the Chiefs is that defense. So maybe the Steelers could take advantage of it. But boy, oh boy, the Chiefs were impressive this week. And I just have to give them the number one spot. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Do you think any other team should be on here like the Cardinals? Do you think the Buccaneers should still be on there? Let me know what you think down in the comments below. You can always find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or at TomGrassyComedy, all social media, see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go.